Do you find that your mind wanders all the time? That you have trouble focusing? Or that people tell you all the time that you're in la-la land? You might be thinking, yes, that's why I'm trying to get an ADHD diagnosis right now. Well, it may not be ADHD or any diagnosable mental health disorder at all. Today, I'll let you in on a secret. Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Monica Johnson. Every week on this show, I'll help you face life's challenges with evidence-based approaches, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Today, I'm going to let you know about the Default Mode Network, or DMN for short, and how it relates to distractibility and a few quick and dirty tips on how to improve it. The DMN is a network of interacting brain regions that is most active when a person is not focused on the outside world and the brain is at a wakeful rest. This network is associated with a range of internal mental processes, such as daydreaming, recalling memories, envisioning the future, monitoring the environment, thinking about others' perspectives, and constructing a sense of self. Key characteristics of the DMN include Activation during rest. The DMN is most active when you are not engaged in a specific goal-directed task. For instance, when you're daydreaming or your mind is wandering. Involvement in self-referential thought. It is heavily involved in thinking about oneself, contemplating one's personal past, and planning for the future. Connectivity. The network includes several interconnected brain regions. Major components of the DMN include the medial prefrontal cortex, posterior cingulate cortex, inferior parietal lobule, lateral temporal cortex, dorsal medial prefrontal cortex, and the hippocampal formation. Deactivation during task performance. The DMN tends to deactivate during tasks that require focused attention on external stimuli or goals. Link to various mental states. It's implicated in various psychological conditions and states, such as depression, Alzheimer's disease, and creative thinking. Alterations in the DMN are often observed in these conditions. The default mode network, or DMN, plays a significant role in distraction and difficulties with focus, primarily due to its function and interaction with other brain networks. Here's how it's involved. DMN activity during rest. The DMN is active when your mind is at rest and not focused on the external environment. This includes activities like daydreaming, reminiscing, or thinking about oneself. When you're trying to focus on a task, ideally the DMN should decrease in activity to allow more resources for task-focused networks. Imbalance and network switching. Effective focus requires a balance between the DMN and the task-positive network, or TPN, which is active during goal-oriented tasks. If the DMN remains overly active when you are trying to concentrate on a task, it can lead to distractions. This is because your brain continues to engage in internal thoughts or mind-wandering, making it harder to pay attention to the task at hand. For example, if you're trying to focus on writing a chapter of your book, 
But all you can do is think about your upcoming trip to Thailand. Impaired suppression of the DMN. For people who have trouble focusing, there might be an issue with the suppression of the DMN during tasks that require attention. Normally, when you start focusing on a specific task, your brain should deactivate the DMN to some extent. If this deactivation is inefficient or doesn't occur, it can lead to increased distractibility. Interaction with other networks. The ability to focus is not just about the DMN. It involves the coordination of multiple brain networks, including the TPN and the salience network. The salience network helps to switch between the DMN and TPN, depending on what's relevant or important at the moment. Dysfunctions in this network switching mechanism can also contribute to difficulties in maintaining focus. Individual differences in conditions. Variations in how the DMN functions can be influenced by individual differences or specific conditions like ADHD, anxiety, or depression. For instance, in ADHD, the DMN is often less suppressed during tasks, leading to increased internal distractions. Hopefully, you are seeing that the DMN can be impaired in an individual with ADHD or other mental illness, but you can be without a mental illness and still have issues with DMN. This is why working closely with your healthcare team, which includes a therapist, is so important when it's available. Improving the function and efficiency of the default mode network, or DMN, can have a positive impact on mental health, cognitive functioning, and overall well-being. Here are several strategies that are believed to help in enhancing the functioning of the DMN and its integration with other brain networks. Most of these strategies you have access to, even if you can't afford therapy at this time. You might hate hearing it, but the first one is mindfulness and meditation. Regular mindfulness and meditation practices have been shown to positively influence the DMN. These practices can help in reducing excessive activity in the DMN, which is associated with rumination and negative self-referential thoughts. Meditation can also improve the balance and transition between different brain networks, including the DMN and task-positive networks, or TPN. Physical exercise. Engaging in regular physical exercise can improve overall brain health and cognitive functioning. Exercise increases blood flow to the brain, which can help in maintaining healthy brain networks, including the DMN. Cognitive training and brain games. Engaging in activities that challenge your brain, such as puzzles, memory games, or learning new skills, can enhance cognitive functioning and may improve the efficiency of brain network interactions. Adequate sleep. Good sleep hygiene is essential for brain health. Poor sleep can disrupt the functioning of the DMN and other brain networks. Ensuring you get adequate and quality sleep can help in maintaining the health of these networks. Stress management. Chronic stress can negatively impact the brain, including the DMN. Practices such as yoga, deep breathing exercises, and engaging in hobbies can help in managing stress levels. Healthy diet. A diet rich in omega-3 fatty acids, 
antioxidants, and other nutrients can support brain health. Foods like fish, nuts, berries, and leafy greens are particularly beneficial. Social engagement. Engaging in meaningful social interactions can stimulate brain function and may positively affect the DMN. Social engagement often involves complex cognitive processes, including empathy and perspective taking, which are associated with the DMN. Therapy. In cases where dysfunction in the DMN is linked to mental health conditions like depression or anxiety, therapy, especially cognitive behavioral therapy, can be effective. These therapies can help in altering patterns of thought and brain activity. Mind-body practices. Practices like Tai Chi and Qigong that integrate physical movement with mindfulness can be beneficial for brain health. It's important to note that the understanding of the DMN and methods to enhance its function is an area of ongoing research. The effectiveness of these strategies can vary among individuals and what works for one person may not work for another. It's always a good idea to consult with healthcare professionals when considering changes to your health regimen, especially if you have underlying health conditions. Did you know about the default mode network before today? What strategies are you going to focus on to improve your focus? Let me know on Instagram at KindMindPsych. You can also reach out to me via my email at psychologist at quickanddirtytips.com. The Savvy Psychologist is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg, with script editing by Brandon Getches. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. And our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin. Follow Savvy Psychologist on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for this episode of Savvy Psychologist. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week.